Hey, what is going on? Welcome back to another episode. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about one of the most common questions that I get and also how to capitalize on something that everyone seems to assume is what they need to do. Okay, so we're going to be talking about the five key elements of your personal brand website. Now, if you are building your business around you, let's say you're a coach or a consultant or you sell something under the brand of your name, this is going to benefit you on how to ultimately build out your website. Now, I have spoken out quite vocally in the past across different platforms and to different people about how a website is not necessary. Okay. And I still wholeheartedly believe that it is not a necessary thing, especially when you're getting started, but it can be beneficial. Okay. You're not necessarily going to make dozens of sales by sending people directly to your website. For that, you want a proper sales process. You want landing pages. You want sales pages. You want an actual sales mechanism that is going to move people through the process. But having a website is powerful. You know, what happens, for instance, if someone goes and Googles your name? What is comes up? You know, are they seeing just your social profiles because the social platforms have authority? So they're ranking and then your website is halfway down the page. And then once they click on it, it's it's clunky looking. It leaves them a little bit confused. They don't really know what they're actually doing. And if that is you and if you're in that situation, you're not alone. Loads of people even me used to be in that position, okay? But there are specific things that you can do to get yourself out of that, to position yourself and your website as a better advertisement for you and what you do, okay? Ultimately, your website is a digital billboard for when people are driving by and they, they, they see it, they may click on it, they may you know go and check out what you do. Maybe they're interested in your coaching, or they see a post of yours on social media, they go to Google, they search your name. And if they can't find your website, or they find it, and it's a bit all over the shop, they may not then convert into a buyer. So there are five kind of key elements of your homepage that you want in place to give the best impression to convert the most people and to ultimately position you as an authority in your space, which again, is all focused towards that conversion, getting the email lead, getting the purchase, whatever it is, these are going to help. Okay, so let's dive in. Let's start with number one. The first key element that you want to make sure you have on your website when someone arrives on your homepage is it needs to be clear who your market is. No matter what it is that you do, no matter what space that you're in, you need to have a clear target market of who you work with. One target market is ideal because the goal is that when people land on your page, they read maybe the headline, they maybe read some of the subheadlines or check out a little bit of the overall feel of it. If they don't feel like they're in a place where they belong, they're going to leave, okay? The second reason why you want to have a target market, and I'm gonna do a whole episode about niches and choosing a niche and all that kind of stuff, but understand the most beneficial thing about having a clear target market is it positions you as an authority in that space and ultimately means that you can charge more for what it is that you do. Think of it like this. If you have a problem with your heart, where do you go or who do you go and see? 
you're not going to go to see your local GP, you're going to go see a heart surgeon. And that is why heart surgeons get paid a hell of a lot more than a local GP because they are so specific, they focus on one problem and solve one solution for people. Everything that's to do with the heart, a heart surgeon is going to get you there. Okay? So think about that when people arrive on your website. Is it clear the target market that you're trying to approach? Is it clear who that you, your website is for, who it is that you can ultimately help? You want to know who you want to work with and focus everything on your site to that person and the results they want to ultimately achieve. Okay? That's the first key element. The second key element on your entire website is your hero section. Now, the hero section is everything somebody sees above the fold or what is visible on the first page when the page ultimately loads. The fold is anything that they have to scroll down to. So everything that's in that hero section wants to basically call out your audience and talk about the clear benefits that you can help them achieve and also have a call to action or an initial opt-in to give them something of value. Okay, so there are three kind of parts to the hero section that you want. You want a headline, you want a description or a power statement, and then you want your initial opt-in or call to action. So your headline is going to be your kind of one-liner that is ultimately defining what it is that you do and who it is that you serve. So it can be a very simple sentence. It can be a little bit extended, whatever it might be. I'm not going to go deep into like crafting headlines right now, but just make sure that it focuses on your target market and ultimately who it is that you're trying to help. Your description then are underneath your headline. This is where you can expand on basically your power statement. Your headline goal is to get them to read the description and the description's goal is to get them to fill out the call to action. So you can maybe talk about your unique method or maybe the unique process that you have to help people get the specific goal they're looking to achieve. So for instance, we have a specific strategy that we use to help people harness paid media and conversion rate optimization. So we may say something along the lines of get our three pillar formula to increase your conversions and reduce your costs. Now that's just come completely out of my head and it's nowhere near refined, but you get the idea. You're talking about a unique process or a power statement of ultimately how you can help your target market achieve a result. And then the last part of your hero section is going to be the initial opt-in. This is going to be your call to action. This is going to be where people are actually giving you their email address and maybe their name, depending if you want to collect that or not. I would highly recommend you do. It allows you to customize your emails a lot better. But the biggest thing here that a lot of people make the mistake of is they'll usually just say, hey, sign up to our newsletter. Now, my question to you is what benefit is the being given to someone by saying, hey, sign up to my newsletter? We all get a ton of email in our inbox every single day. And I probably put money on the fact that you don't read all of them. I know I don't. I delete a lot. So my inbox space is very valuable. And for me to give away my email address, there needs to be an exchange of value. I need to get something to give away my email address. So think about it like that. What can you give or offer as an exchange of value for somebody's email address? Is it a free PDF? 
Is it a free video? Is it a short email sequence? What is it that people are going to get? What's the value that they're going to get? And think about the result, not necessarily the, the, the mechanism. Think about that more so. And how are you going to give it to them? Like, is it a free video? Okay, cool. That's the mechanism. But what's the result it's going to help them get? Is it a free video on how to reduce your customer service costs using an automated chatbot? That is a value proposition that is would be valuable to someone that maybe is paying a lot for customer service and wants a way to automate it, reduce their costs, reduce their their staffing costs, their actual, you know, all that kind of stuff. So think about the, the piece of value that you can give away for free. Okay, so that's number two. Element number three is credibility and authority building. Social proof has been proven time and time again to just flat out work. People won't always necessarily believe what you say if you just say it, but if other people say it or you've been featured in credible sources, the belief goes up. Okay. And there are a number of different types of uh, social proof or credibility authority building. And the three kind of main ones are testimonials. Okay. Testimonials can be video testimonials, they can be written testimonials, they can be short case studies. All these kind of ways of building credibility are really, really powerful. And to make it even more powerful, because you're targeting one specific market and because you're targeting one specific niche or type of person, if you have video testimonials of that type of person, when your ideal market gets to that page, sees a testimonial of someone just like them, they are much more likely then to convert and believe that they can do it, which is a big objection. People don't believe that they can do it themselves. They're much more likely to believe that and then take the next step. You want to think about that. That's another kind of sell for why you need a specific market. But testimonials like that work really well. The next kind of credibility and authority you can use is like a featured in. So you can get featured in publications, on different podcasts, on blogs. You know, you see it a lot featured in Forbes, on Inc. Magazine, in Men's Health, in muscle and fitness, you know, wherever it is, you can put those logos. If you've been featured on those platforms, you can you can place them on pages, which creates authority through association. And then the last one, and depending on which space you're in or what space you're you're ultimately uh, you're selling your products and services in, the last one is qualifications. Okay. It's not necessarily as powerful as testimonials or features because people don't necessarily care so much anymore about the qualifications. Now, obviously, if you're getting heart surgery, I would probably quite like my doctor to be uh, to be qualified to do that. But in certain spaces, the, the qualification piece of paper is less important than the results you've helped people achieve, like the testimonials. So that's the final type of credibility authority that you can ultimately use. Okay. One last point is always be looking for new testimonials. Anyone that you help and you get them a good result, always ask them for the testimonials because the more social proof you can have, the better. So that's number three. Now moving on to number four, we want to talk about stories people can relate to. Okay, you may have heard the saying facts tell, stories sell. And it's very true. So having a story that people can relate to is really important for a couple of reasons. So it it makes the whole process believable. It makes it relatable and it makes ultimately you human. You know, a lot of times you'll go to somebody's about page or you'll see 
the little about section and it will just read off all of the qualifications they've got, why they're so amazing and what have you. That isn't relatable. If you tell a short story about maybe how you were vulnerable at some point and then you overcame that vulnerability to achieve a goal, which now you're sharing or helping other people to do, that is much more relatable and people are much more likely to buy into that than if you just say, hey, look at me, I'm amazing. So think about how you're talking or sharing your stories and your qualifications, all those kind of things, like it needs to be relatable. So with that, you need to also think about the fact that, yes, this website is about you, but it's not about you at the same time, okay? You're not gonna be the person reading it. The person reading it has a problem that they're looking for a solution for. They want to find out if you're the right person to solve that problem. So you need to write it in a way that engages the person reading it and not just blowing your own trumpet, but you know, subtly blowing your own trumpet, but in story form and helping them as well. So that's number four. And the last one, and this is one that a lot of people get wrong. I mean, a lot of people do all of these ones wrong, but this one in particular is having clear call to actions. When it comes to call to actions, you want to make it as clear as possible what people have to do, what they're going to get if they take that action and where it's going to take them. Okay. You know, the, the less call to actions you can have, the better. I mean, you may have one for your content and then one to opt in to your, uh, to your free program, free guide, PDF, whatever it might be, your free opt in. And then you might have one for, checking out your programs. If you've got programs or sales pages that you want to send them to, you may have one that sends them there as well. Okay. So have those three, but don't go overboard with how many buttons you've got. Make it super clear as to what it is that they get or what they're they're going to do when they press it. You know, is it going to take them to their blog? You know, is it going to give them the free download? Are they going to be able to check out more about the programs? You know, make it super clear what they're going to get and tell them what they have to do. Click the button or click here for more content, whatever it might be, but make it clear. Okay. So a clear call to action is really important and have as few on your page as possible. Okay. So those are the five key elements of a personal brand homepage. Okay. If you're building out your website, which again, I will stress this, it is not the first thing you need to do, but as you grow, as you keep building, you are going to want a website. So you probably are going to want to put these things in place. So the five things again are number one, have a clear target market. Number two, have your hero section that calls out your audience and focuses on the benefits with your headline description and your call to action. Number three is use credibility and authority. Number four is use stories to sell people. And number five is have clear call to actions. Okay, so those are the five key elements for your homepage. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We are going to go super in depth more on funnels and talking about conversions and sales processes and all that kind of good stuff because that is my, that's my bag. But I just wanted to share with you these because these are questions I get all the time. Do I need a website? What should be on my website? Can I do this on my website? And Using this template or using these five elements will help you get a very simple but effective website sorted 
because a lot of times it's the hold up that people that stops people moving forward they're always like my website's not finished my website's not done i need a website all that kind of stuff and this will help you get it done get it executed so you can move on to actually selling your products okay so again thank you for listening to this episode make sure if you enjoyed this subscribe to wherever you're listening whether it's spotify itunes stitcher whatever it might be we'd love to get your feedback so if you wanted to give us an honest five-star review that would be amazing and maybe share it with a friend if you know someone that would benefit from listening to this maybe they're held up on building their website and they need to hear this then share the episodes as well i would love to hear from you if you need to send me an email check out the show notes and i will brief all of these points as well so yeah thank you again and i will see you in the next episode 